0: So tell me now, do you want it? Cause these
1: don't cry today.
0: Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday to you.
1: That is Jason Wildy singing himself Happy Birthday. Jason Wilde joining us on Kyle Bruston-Nortman across ESPN, Wisconsin. You can hear from 9 to noon across these very stations. Brian Belaga joining him. Catch them on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Jason, happy birthday! Welcome into Kyle Bruston Norman. That was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> I like know, me? but I loved Thinking it.
0: Happy birthday to me! <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought you might love that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. How you guys doing?
1: Uh, doing good. Uh, you know, it's it's always fun when we get compliments for something Brad does. Uh, JB in the six oh eight chimes in. This is the best research KBN has ever done, and I'll give you some context in a second, Jason. All these guys are perfect comps for love. He follows up with three more text messages. Kyle's takes are always the worst. He literally said Nick Foles has never had a good year as a good a year as good as love. He won a Super Bowl, and Kyle needs to take his green and gold glasses off and use perspective and facts and not just blind fandom. Never. Oh. Go back go. So Jason, I'm gonna turn I'm gonna agree over to with Brad. Uh, oh, Jay Jason! <laughs> <laughs> you know your birthday you and be nice to you. <laughs> I'll let you have it. Happy birthday! <laughs> I'm going to turn it over to Brad because I really want him to quickly summarize the research he did. Because Homer was saying, maybe you talked about this with him, with him yesterday, um, as you join on Wednesdays, Jason. He wants research as to guys that had great first years and then what happened.
2: Yeah, happy birthday, Jason. By the way, thanks for joining us as always. Uh, this is this is a
0: potentially great gift if I if it is what I think it is. Yeah. So because I had told him when I finished talking to him. That I would do that research because I wanted to write a story about it in the State Journal. And if one Brad Nortman, it's a fake,
2: great call and great execution, uh, did it for me, I'll be thrilled. Uh, happy to share my work, Jason, anytime. And, and basically, what Play-drism. I did was. There's, I got caught <laughs> with that. <laughs> there, there's too many quarterbacks to research that had a great first year and then went off to have great careers. There's not as many, so this is the minority now that had a great that a great season right but then fell off for whatever reason one it goes to show that it's actually really hard to have one great season in the NFL at all um, but then the guys that had that and then fell off. So I, I had a bunch of different criteria for it, but I'll cut right to the chase. Nick Foles, Josh Freeman, our friend Don uh Derek Anderson, RG3, Sam uh, or Sam Cassell, Matt Castle, um, Colin Kaepernick. I also included, obviously, Jordan Love, Gardner Minshew, and Baker Mayfield, Daniel Jones. They all roughly had a 63% completion percentage. 25-ish touchdowns to 9-ish interceptions. Quarterback rating around 96. That is darn close to Jordan Love's first season as well. Now, they all fell off for different reasons, some for injury, some because they just don't didn't play as good. My takeaway was, at the time, you couldn't really see any of this happening, that there was a lot of excitement for these guys, and then they fell off for whatever reason. I don't think Jordan Love is going to fall into this category, but I guess it just gives me that's a little bit of a cautionary tale. Um, what, what are just your initial reactions when you hear how close Jordan Love's season is to a lot of these guys' first seasons?
1: And there's a lot more detail if you want. Yeah, Brad, a lot more detail. Your, your
2: time is valuable, and I tried to cut it to the chase. Uh, yeah, I don't,
0: I don't know what cut to the chase means. If you've ever listened to a press conference, you know that. Um, so I, I would say this. I think those guys that you mentioned are all really interesting because they're, they uh, there's a wide variance of their backgrounds, right? Like Don Mikowski was like, I can't remember, 10th round pick or something ridiculous like that back when the draft was longer. RG3 was what, the number two or three overall pick? He yeah, was uh, up there. Yeah. And was, And and was ultimately outplayed by the quarterback they drafted later in that draft, Kirk Cousins, right? And he had Matt LaFleur as his quarterback's coach, and he had Kyle Shanahan uh, as his offensive coordinator and played at an offense that made him look maybe better than he was. So that, that when you mentioned him, that certainly perked my ears, right? Um, I I would be curious, I'm guessing, did you look into, or just assume, Cause he played for the Bears, no offense to your brother uh, Ben, uh, that he really wasn't all that good his first year starting. Because he actually did like the Bears did make the playoffs, didn't they? And they, they didn't he make the Pro Bowl or something? Mitchell like Tom, that Trubisky. Yeah, yes, Mitchell he, Trubisky.
1: The stats aren't that great, but he did. He was a Pro Bowl alternate, and I do remember similar to how Jordan Love started sixteen to one in MVP votes and that, or MVP odds is now is down to 10 to 1. Mitchell Trubisky led in terms of the most money on him to win what? the MVP after that first year, which is wild.
2: Yeah, and really quick to address that, there were a bunch of guys that kind of came to mind as far as one great season. But honestly, I just looked at it and like, this isn't even that good of a season. Blake Bortles, Vince right. Young, uh, Rex Grossman even came up on list. So I'm, Trubisky was one where I'm like, I don't know. The stats aren't that comparable. My opinion, of course. All right.
0: Uh, no, that's good. I, I trust your your opinion. You're a smart guy and long time NFL punter, so I, I think it's really, I think it's interesting, and I'm very thankful that you did the legwork for me. So send me all your data, and then I'll steal it. Uh, but I I do think that there are there are always, as you well know from having played in the league, there are a lot of factors that go into player success or failure. Right? I mean, there's health. There's the system. There's who they're surrounded by. And we would probably have to dig further into, and I'm not assigning you more homework, but you'd also have to, you know, delve into, well, what were the reasons why this player never regained that level of performance? Now, I think it's interesting. You've mentioned Gardner Minshew, for example, right? Like, you look at the season he had this year, that after a long time of kind of wandering in the backup wilderness, he got an opportunity in Indy and played pretty darn well, right? Which is um, due to injury, too. Uh, uh, right. And uh, another one that I that springs to mind who I, I would say does not fit our criteria because I don't think he was very good initially. But one of the guys that I'll always try to figure out what happened with is Geno Smith, right, right? Uh, I think it was the last pick of the first round by the Jets. Uh, And then obviously flamed out there as pretty much every quarterback since Joe Namath has, and then gets some other opportunities, backs up in a few places, gets some spot starts, and then has a really good year last year for Seattle. They make the playoffs, not as good this year. So I think we can all agree that more than just the players' ability factors in. And the reason I bring all this up is to say that I think Jordan Love finds himself in a situation where he is a good player. Please do not misunderstand me. I am not undercutting how good he is because he made, for all those times, I was saying this to Jen gave and Chewy this morning, for his, all those times that I was saying early in his career, in training camp, in preseason, I didn't see many wow throws. He delivered Uh, plenty bushels of wow wow throws this year. So uh, you won't hear me say that because it wouldn't be accurate anymore. But I think he's in a scenario where he's got a smart offensive play caller who he's really vibing with, and he's running the plays as they're called, using his freedom judiciously, which is in contrast to the four-time MVP who – you know, kind of did what he wanted. And I still can't. My The thing that is amazing to me from this season, and there were a lot of amazing things that were said and accomplished, I still can't believe what Steno told us that they would get done with an offensive possession and Rodgers would come to the sideline and the coaches would be wanting to know what he ran and what he called because it wasn't what was sent in from the sideline. I mean, Damn. think about that. And juxtapose that against Jordan Love. I'm not saying he ran the offense paint by numbers, but if something was called, he ran it. And if he made a protection adjustment or a change of motion, he certainly did that. And he called can plays. Can, can. He he ran the offense. And so my point is, is that your research is great. I think he's in a better position to be one of those countless quarterbacks who had a good first year and just kept being good. Because he's surrounded by offensive talent. He's got a good play caller. They've got, they've got, well, more cap room than they did a year ago. They've got to create a little bit. But they've got the opportunity to fill some holes with some high draft picks. I think he's in position, if they can get their offensive line solidified without David Bakhtiari and without John Runyon, that if his protection, which happened to be pretty damn good during the nine games that he was pretty damn good, gets shored up during this offseason, they figure out who their starting five are and they stay healthy, I think he's probably going to just keep being good.
1: We're speaking with Jason Wildey from Wildey & Taos. You can hear Wildey & Taos weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on ESPN Wisconsin. Now, Jason, who would you rather have, and what do you think NFL teams, GMs would rather have who are Super Bowl ready? They're one quarterback away. For one season, would you rather have Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love?
0: Well, uh, so Kyle, with your green and gold glasses on, which I'm sure you look, you're a very stylish guy. So if you Thank ever you. did wear green and gold glasses, they would be very <laughs> stylish. I appreciate um, that. We can't we can't ha- we can't do this right, like because we don't know what Rogers is going to be next year. Like he played four snaps. He's forty years old. Like uh, if if you could give me a better idea of, am I going to get Aaron Rodgers? No broken thumb, circa twenty twenty one. It's a
1: long time ago. Probably
0: right. It is. That's that's my point. And so, if I if I'm able to get a close approximation to Aaron Rodgers, the previous version, I still probably pick him because uh, of his experience, of his leadership, of his experience in clutch moments. I know that he had his fair share of disappointing playoff losses, but people forget that he won some pretty impressive playoff games too. Um, So I I don't, but I don't think, and I'm sure he will love this, uh, because there's going to be lots of people saying this kind of stuff. I don't think he's going to bounce back to the degree that he is hoping to, I think you don't tag him yo, in it. Yeah, hey. yo, I'm ta- I told,
1: I told. I, listen, I told Ben, don't tag him in it, and you don't tag him in it either, Jason. But all I know we're found- saying, Jason, is an opinion yeah. based no. off of the fact that he's getting older, off an Achilles injury, with an offensive line. This was the Jets' conversation that it evolved to, like, who would you want? I'm thinking to myself. I don't know what I'm getting. Pretty, the last time rational. I saw him in a full season maybe, was 2022, maybe when I, nobody wanted him here anymore. I mean, maybe it's just the fact that Green and Gold, that I, yes, I am over Aaron Rodgers, but I still think Aaron Rodgers has greatness in him. And I've seen him when he had oh. his back against the wall and people dotted him. He always came back. The dude is special. I mean, I He's can't old. believe. Is. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is washed up nature in a bum, I just know that I'm getting old because that means I'm seeing another great one move on and no longer is good.
0: I don't think he'll be that, but... You also have to like if you're the way you're phrasing the question, you have to factor in which team, Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love, is the one-year starter for in your question because mm-hmm. that is also a factor in my expectations for him next season. I mean, if you read the story from the Athletic, uh, I don't want to get us in trouble with the FCC, so I'll just say that is one effed-up organization, mm. and 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 he. Obviously, there are, are some, I don't want to call them drawbacks, but challenges that come with having him on your team. But they also, like, they've got some great offensive talent, right? Brees is a really good player. Uh, Touch likes to call uh, Wilson Sauce Wilson, even though his name's Garrett Wilson. <laughs> but he's an elite-level wide receiver. I mean, they it's not like they don't have talent, but their offensive line is jacked up. He's coming off of an injury. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett's still the offensive coordinator, and while Matt, while Aaron Rodgers may make him look better, uh, everyone in that locker room lost faith in him while Rodgers was hurt last year. It is a dysfunctional situation. If, and, and you guys have heard me say this before, I just wish that Aaron Rodgers had been an open-minded, yeah, give me a bunch of young studs who can be really good players, and I gotta be fun Uncle Aaron who sometimes gets after them to get them to achieve, but I've got to change my approach to work with young guys. I would have loved to have followed that story, but he was never going to be that guy to them. Because think about what, let's take the Packers wide receiver and tight end group, which all has one to two years of full season experience now, and make them all the Jets guys.
1: Well, Jason, do you think
0: Aaron Rodgers could be successful with them?
1: If he bought in, yeah. I just, I'm with you. Like it would have been so fun. It's just, it's never, it's, it's not what he wanted. I don't. I'm glad he did. I'm glad he didn't. Because yeah. we would we yeah. would have never had it's our season of love. That's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're right. Well, Jason, yep. happy birthday! Uh, enjoy your rest of the day. And uh, you guys, we want to play play him singing "Happy Birthday" on the way out to himself. Chris, no, we definitely don't need to do that. <laughs> happy, birthday,
0: birthday
1: to happy birthday to you! All
0: right, I'm hanging birthday. up now. Bye. Take care. Be <laughs> good.
1: We, <laughs> I was doing it for him because he didn't want to uh, hear himself sing "Happy Birthday." So I gave ourselves a "Take Care. Be Good." That was Jason Wildey of Wildey and Tausha. On the other side, stay tuned because we're giving away an opportunity to see a new Giannis documentary, uh, so that's really important. Plus the take machine. All that and more next on Kyle Bruston-Nortman.